Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, on today's show, we finally got a conclusion to Bud Dupree's legal matters. I'll tell you what punishment he got and how this all started. Then, we have to talk about practice on Monday for the Titans, where two second-year players on defense led a defense-dominated day. And finally, one Titans rookie got a new nickname. I'll tell you who it is and why that nickname works so well. We're going to dive into all of that and much more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we're going to dive into Bud Dupree's legal outcome, Titans practice on Monday, and a new nickname for a Titans rookie. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast. Your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year long on all platforms, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe there. Smash the notification bell. And hey, I'm trying to get this video up to a million likes. So do your part and throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. But we're going to start today's show with Bud Dupree's legal issues. I'm going to get in the time machine with you guys, if we could. And go back to last January, I do believe, after the Titans lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Bud Dupree got in some reported altercation out of Walgreens, maybe with some employees, blah, blah, blah. Either way, uh, uh, the, the police wanted him in, and he eventually turned himself into the police in February for the situation. Well, we finally got a resolution, according to TMZ Sports, on this matter on Monday. And from what it looks like right now, Bud Dupree reportedly pleaded guilty to the charge of misdemeanor assault. It is a lower level, lesser assault charge than I guess what you would typically think of, but the reports are that he did plead guilty to that, and the punishment for that is six months of probation without supervision. So essentially, um, and, and let's do this, Let's go back again in the time machine and talk about how this even happened. So pretty much the the story is Bud Dupree's buddies going to the Walgreens, uh, getting into a little altercation with one of the employees there, a 20-year-old employee, Walgreens. They go out. They come back in. Bud Dupree's with them. Uh, Bud Dupree kind of gets involved in the altercation, tells his buddies or the people that he's with, whoever that happened to be, uh, on that night to grab the guy's phone. There's video of it and everything. The, the guy with Walgreens is saying, you're Bud Dupree, this is Bud Dupree, this is Bud Dupree. And Bud tells him, grab his phone, blah, blah, blah. And then who knows what happened from there. But essentially, allegedly, Bud Dupree was involved in the altercation with the employee, maybe roughed him up a little bit, told his 
you know, the people he was with to take his phone, this and that, is a misdemeanor assault. He pled guilty, six months, unsupervised probation. Now, I just got to say this. A couple of things. Anybody has ever been on probation, the worst part about probation is having to go check in with your probation officer, with your PO. So unsupervised probation sounds like probation without having to go see a PO. That is the other side of probation of if you get in any trouble, you're going to get in more trouble than you typically would for whatever it is that you do because you're on probation already. So that is just don't get in trouble in the next six months. And it's only six months. Just don't get in trouble. You're a millionaire, Bud Dupree. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to do anything crazy. So, you know, it shouldn't be hard to not get in trouble for the next six months, especially during the season. You're a little busy, I would assume. So if you're telling me that all I have to do is not get in trouble for six months and I don't even have to go see a probation officer, well, that is not a slap on the wrist. That is a slight touch on the wrist, in my opinion. But I think that the real question here is, does this violate the NFL's personal conduct policy? Obviously, this incident is far lesser in terms of, you know, the severity as compared to like a Deshaun Watson, even maybe an Alvin Kamara. We're still working on hearing, you know, what's going on with there. But I do think that it's possible that Bud Dupree could be suspended for two games, three games, something like that, based on this violation. Now, I don't think it's a very big deal, personally, morally, or legally. Obviously, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but, but, he pled guilty, and based on what we're seeing with the NFL's personal conduct policy, I do think there's probably grounds for the NFL to suspend him if they want to. Now, this may be one of those moments where being a Tennessee Titan could help Bud Dupree because the Titans are kind of low-key. They don't get a lot of national attention. Something like this is not going to get on. I mean, when Bud Dupree originally got in the altercation, it was a little bit of a story. It barely got on the national media's radar. Like, people didn't even really care. So, if this doesn't really register as news right now, the NFL may not care to make it news, I guess. But we'll see. I, I'm doubting that there's any long-term consequence from the NFL, but I guess I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. Now, we're going to move forward. We got to talk about uh, the practice that took place on Monday as the Titans get ready for joint practices later in the week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a defensive day marked by a ton of pass breakups from the Titans linebackers in secondary. So we're going to get into that. Before we do, though, do want to tell you guys a little bit more about our friends over at BetterHelp. So um, BetterHelp is going to be something that you might consider if you might be having a hard time in your life. Life's kind of thrown you a little bit of a curveball. You just want somebody to kind of help talk through some of the issues that you're having. And, and everybody watching should know that life is full of twists and turns and I think when you're going through some things, it's important not to shut down. It's important to show up for yourself and get the help that you need. Uh, I'm personally working with BetterHelp right now. I, I have a, a therapy session scheduled for Tuesday morning, my second one. 
We've all been through things, guys. It's okay to acknowledge it and accept it and try to work through it. And in my opinion, if you're not trying to work through some of the issues that you have personally, then you're not necessarily trying to be your best you. So I think whether you've had some serious traumas that you want to work through or, you know, you're just going through the day-to-day stress, it's always good to, to try to better yourself in any way. And that's where you want to consult BetterHelp. BetterHelp's a great way to invest in yourself it's more affordable than your traditional offline therapies or financial uh, and financial aid is available. So um, you can log in anytime. I really like that the user interface, you just log in. It's really easy to see. You can schedule your appointments. You got your own journal. You can provide feedback. You can switch your therapist. If you don't like the person that is initially assigned to you, which I think they do a good job of assigning people, but either way, I implore you guys to check it out. I have a special offer for my listeners right now. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's one word locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp. That's H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash locked on. All right, Titans fans, it was a defensive day at practice on Monday for the Titans with the defense winning, according to reports, in a dominant fashion that we haven't seen them win um, in quite some time. Like I said, according to those training camp reports coming from the solid beat reporters covering the Titans, this was really one of the defense's best days of training camp, if not the best. So we're going to dive into that and the second-year players who were leading that Charge. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. I do have to tell you guys, I'm going to uh, peek behind the curtain, behind the scenes for you guys. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, or even if you're listening on the podcast, my audio may sound a little different, and my setup that you're seeing behind me is a little bit different. So if you guys are tapped into my Twitter account, at Tic Tac Titans, or you're paying attention to my posts on YouTube, you would know that I moved. This weekend, I've actually been moving for like two weeks, quite frankly, and the process isn't quite over yet. I'm unpacking, trying to reorganize, get things set up. So, um, the ba- I mean, you can see my stepladder in the background right now. I am I'm just being full frontally honest with you guys. Right now, it is a bit of moving chaos, as anybody who has moved should know. So, um, incomplete right now, work in progress. Uh, the audio, the the background, all that stuff. But I have some good improvements coming and uh, I'm excited to unveil it all before the season begins. I'm going to have a refresh here um, and I'm in the process of getting that done. So I know that the podcast, for the podcast people, the audio people, the podcast didn't come out directly on Monday morning. It wasn't there for your commutes. I'm sorry. I had an internet issue over the weekend. My internet was supposed to be good to go on Saturday wasn't good to go until Monday afternoon. So, like I said, it's all part of this wild chaos of moving. Uh, but I'm very happy uh, with um, with how things worked out. And I just wanted to let you guys know why things look a little different, maybe sound a little different, and uh, know that uh, improvements and finale uh, is on the way. But let's get back into Tennessee Titans football. Enough about my personal dramas here and there. But just wanted to let you guys know. Uh, the defensive day marked by a ton of pass breakups, and specifically Caleb Farley, who had maybe his best day 
of training camp. Farley had a nice pass breakup down the field on Racy McMath. He had a nice pass breakup uh, on McMath at another point in practice. Was really doing good, staying attached to people, knocking the ball away from people at the sideline. I believe he knocked one away from Nick Westbrook-Akina as well. So a really good day for Caleb Farley, who looked up and down a bit in Baltimore. But guys, I'm going to keep making this point nonstop. The guy has barely played cornerback. That's just the, the simple truth. He's a converted wide receiver. He's had a ton of injuries over the last three years. He's just barely played cornerback. He just needs reps to see the flashes. That's what you want. That's what you need. It was a rough week of practice for him last week. Bouncing back now after the game. Love seeing that. And he's going to have... Uh, Mike Evans is banged up. I don't know if Chris Godwin's going to be involved coming back from the injury. But if that's all the case and those guys don't play, Caleb Farley one-on-one against Julio Jones all week? Excited to hear the reports about that, but good to see Caleb Farley having such a good performance in practice. Kevin Byer also had a, a nice pass breakup on Nick Westbrook-Akina as he tried to run a deep out route. Kevin Byer was lined up as the most inside slot defender in man coverage. Again, Kyle Phillips. Remember we talked about this last week. Kevin Byer said, hey, Phillips, me versus you in one-on-ones. And he said in his press conference, I want to get better at that part of the game. I want to get better at covering the shiftier wide receivers in the slot and being able to let the team know that they can count on me to play man coverage against those types of players. I will say, Kevin Byard, great player, best safety in the league, but if you had to pick an area of weakness, pure man coverage, especially against wide receivers, I would definitely say that's an area of improvement. And, like Kevin Byard is known to do. All of the mental aspects of being a star, he does them all. So, of course, he's like, hey, I'm the best in the game. First team all pro. But I can get even better if I work on my weaknesses. Strengthen my strength. So, another just feather in the cap of, of the hat that I wear is Kevin Byard being my favorite Tennessee Titan of all time. But, anyways, moving forward. Christian Fulton also had a great day. Knocked away a pass from Racy McMath deep down the field. Good job there. Greg Maben had a good pass uh, breakup during practice. David Long and Chance Campbell both had good pass breakups. Chance Campbell should have had two interceptions. One on Malik Willis where he knocked the ball away, but probably should have been a pick. David Long knocked a pass away as well, I believe, against Austin Hooper. So a uh, pretty good day for the defense overall. Now, we've talked about the pass breakups, but the second, second-year player that I want to talk about is Rashad Weaver, who, according to Ben Arthur, had his best day of camp. Uh, maybe Ben didn't say those exact words, but he said he's really noticed Rashad Weaver really active, getting pressure, making plays in the run game. So uh, a really good performance in practice, maybe his best training camp practice so far from Rashad Weaver, who had some good moments in the game against Baltimore, really put on some pressure and was moving guys backwards with his power. Um, Danico Autry missed practice again. Again. So Rashad Weaver, going to be vitally, vitally important. Uh, also want to mention Elijah Moulton, Roger McCreary, both back at practice. So love hearing that. Uh, ben Jones, Imani Hooker, Harold Landry weren't out. Jeffrey Simmons weren't out there to start. They all came out for team period. So, 
No worries there. All pretty much good to go. Ben Jones one. Ben Jones is an older player, so I always worry that he's hurt anytime he misses. Like I am with Danico Autry. If you're in your 30s and you miss, I do get a little worried. But either way, the Titans are in a pretty good shape from an injury standpoint right now. Other than Danico Autry, who I am a tad bit worried about at this point in time. Maybe it's a little um, early to be worried, but I, it's just something I'm keeping my eye on. Okay, I do want to monitor that going forward. But um, other than that, as you guys may have noticed, a name I mentioned a lot getting the ball knocked away from him was Racy McMath. Not only did he have a ball knocked away from him, he had another one where he kind of slid out of bounds instead of catching it. And then he had another deep pass that he outright dropped. So a pretty rough day for Racy McMath. But And this is what I talked about last week. I said it's cool that Racy can have some good practices, but consistency. Can he really do that all the time? It's one day, so we'll see what happens in these joint practices. And I don't know if uh, Robert Woods will be in those joint practices. So it'll give Racy McMath even more opportunities to uh, to get back to good, I guess you could say. But we need to talk about a Tennessee Titans rookie who got himself a new nickname from the coaching staff. I'll tell you who it is, what the nickname is, why it works, all of that. Before we get into it, do want to tell you guys about betonline.net. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source online for odds, lines, and games. They have information on every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. They have live in-game betting, and they're going to have you covered from an information standpoint with all the latest news and scores. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the action and all the trends. Bet Online, where the game starts. fans let's cap off today's edition of the locked on titans podcast we talked about bud dupree having his legal issues resolved we talked about the defensive day that was put up there at practice on monday now we need to talk about a rookie who's got a new nickname and i got a feeling it's going to stick and that is kyle phillips the rookie wide receiver has been very, very impressive throughout training camp. He's gotten a ton of credit from the coaching staff, from his teammates, about what he's been able to do consistently getting open in one-on-one, seven-on-seven team, all of that. And uh, there's a lot of people talking about him being the number three wide receiver for the Titans this year, even ahead of a guy like Traylon Burks, who was drafted in the first round for the Titans. Um, and that brings us to his nickname. Kyle the professor, Phillips. Wide receiver coach Rob Moore dropped that nickname on the media on Monday before practice. He said that Kyle Phillips is a know-it-all. I got a feeling that's in a positive connotation. He knows everything that he's supposed to know with the offense already, correcting stuff, answering questions. Um, and you love to hear that. Not only that, but he's precise and fundamental and academic with his route running. So, um, all of that kind of combines into him having the professor nickname. And I really like that for Kyle. I, I, I think that not only does the nickname fit his skill set and, and the player that he's trying to be, but the fact that the coaches 
are okay with giving him a nickname like that early on shows how much faith and confidence they have in the rookie. Now, you want to see a better showing from him in the preseason eventually just to kind of, you know, see some of that in a real game scenario. But of course, as has been widely discussed over the weekend, and I'm sure we'll touch on it later in the week, Malik Willis um, didn't necessarily give every wide receiver an opportunity at all times, and Kyle Phillips didn't play a ton of snaps either. So that combination of things, I'm not like going to hold it against Kyle Phillips that he didn't have a catch in that game. But uh, either way, um, I, I love it for Kyle Phillips. And this is the interesting thing I wanted to get into. There was an unnamed Titans player who basically said the defense hasn't found a way to cover Kyle Phillips yet in training camp. They just haven't really figured it out. And I love hearing that because if you go back and you look at Tannehill's best work, okay, he's mostly had, mostly, 2020, eh, but he's had, yeah, 2020, he's had a reliable slot option. Whether that be a Jarvis Landry when he was in Miami, whether that be Adam Humphreys for a few years in Tennessee. Like, having that guy, I think it's not even a schematic thing where that guy's getting open all the time. I think it's a Ryan Tannehill pacifier thing. I think Tannehill just needs that guy to feel comfortable on critical downs. It's a confidence issue, not a, oh, he's open because of the scheme. He can get open because of his abilities. It's, if you're Ryan Tannehill, I know that I could throw it to this guy and he'll probably be open. So to have a guy like that for Tannehill, same thing with Austin Hooper, quite honestly. Tannehill did not have those reliable options over the middle of the field last year. And your confidence starts to wane when you drop back on a third down and purely you're like, what's the defense doing? And schematically, based on the route combination called, what's going to be open based dictated by coverage? Oh, it's cover three. I'm going to this route because this route should be open against cover three. Oh, it's cover two. I'm going to this route because it should be open against cover two based on the concept that we're running here. I'm saying Ryan Tannehill is overriding all of that and saying, oh, I'm panicked. I don't know. I'm going to throw it to Kyle Phillips because he consistently gets open and I have faith that he'll be there. He had that in Landry. He had that in Humphreys. He may have it again now in Kyle Phillips. So I think that could be super, super important for Ryan Tannehill and the Titans going forward and seeing the nickname, you got to love it. But that's going to do it for today's show. Like I said, the schedule may be a little wonky as I continue to, you know, get processed through the move. But um, probably after another week, we're going to be good to go. This is coming out on Monday night on YouTube. Usually I go Sunday through Thursday night. And then the podcast is out Monday through Friday. I'm going to try to, um, and there's a game on Saturday. So, I'm probably going to go Monday night through Friday night on YouTube and then a Saturday night show after the game. And then for the podcast crowd, you'll have it Tuesday morning through Saturday morning and then another show on Sunday morning and then another show on Monday morning. So you're going to get like uh, 10 shows in a row. If you're the podcast people, you'll have a, a little break if you're on YouTube. But I appreciate you guys understanding the situation. Uh, I'm not one of these people who tries to like hide all that stuff. I just want to keep it honest with you guys because I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys support me, so I, in return, I should be honest and just let you guys know what's going on. But anyway, that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and...
this was Locked on Titans.